Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. I am so freaking excited. I don't know if I can say that, but I just did. I just did. What a month. What a month. A spectacular close to October 2021. Uh, Marie Pierre, over a million dollars in growth. Yeah, over a million dollars in growth. Okay, so guys, if you're joining our podcast for the very first time today, it's called The Millionaire of the Diamonds, The Millionaire of the Diamonds, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. For those that were with us at our guest event yesterday, you saw Annie Marchand's revenue, okay? The end of October hasn't hit yet, and she's already at over $1.2 million, okay, of income year to date. She probably close off what? 1.5, 1.6 million easily, easily. Yeah. So being part of this podcast is because number one, you're in with us where our mission is to level up together. It's very, very difficult to be financially well off if you're not leveling up. There's nobody that becomes financially free if they don't level up. So number one, the, the mission is to level up together, together to work on being a better version of ourselves. And number two, the vision is to build financial freedom, to increase people's livelihood, lifestyle, increase choices, therefore increasing confidence, self-esteem. And that's going to bring us to a debt-free life, to millions of dollars in a bank account. I love it when she said it last night, Monique. And she goes, do you know, you guys, I'm worth over 2.5 million. You know, Annie Marchand that I met, you know, 15 years ago would never have been able to say such things. And remember, the more, though, when I say to you, be loud about your success, this is what I'm talking about. She was loud about her success. And because she was loud about her success, it helps other people say, well, wait a second. If she can do it, so can I. So diving in today's chapter, I am absolutely in love with Stephen Covey. We're covering on Thursday and Friday the, the book of Stephen Covey, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. If you're there on Wednesday with us, it's Tony Robbins. And my God, Maritia, it's so connected. And on Monday and Tuesday with Sabrina and Jean-Philippe on tribal leadership. And I tell you, three books all connected, okay? So right now we are in habit number four. It's a second part of the public victories in habit number four. There's five dimension to the win-win, okay, which is habit number four. We are now in the second part of habit number four. First part, if you're joining us for the very first time, in part one, we learned about the six paradigms of human interaction. So Trish and I, it, we're either working in the interaction of win-win, 
Okay. Some people are working in the interaction of win-lose in their mentality. If I win, then someone has to lose. And other people's mentality, oh, no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. They have the lose-win mentality. I call them the, the you know, people that are always dwelling in self-pity and poor me and misery. That is so hard to deal with. Then you have the mentality of lose-lose. Two people that walk around with a great cloud over their head all day long, right? We don't want that either. Then you have the egotistical people. Win, win, win me, 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 win, win. Usually, you know, that that's okay at two terrible twos and mm -mm, fours, right? But at our age, it's, it's, it's very immature. And then you have what we call the win-win or no deal. Win-win and no deal. We covered that in the last podcast, okay? But the real question remains, my friend, the real question remains, how do we create win-win outcomes even if others <laughs> are not operating within this paradigm? So Monique is, is operating under win-win. Lise is operating under win-lose. How do you, Monique, bring your people, your family, your com community, your multi-level marketing business, your company. I mean, I'm even talking to CEOs here. How do you bring others to operate in the paradigm of win-win when they're not? Because they're operating in win-lose or lose-lose. This is the question, okay? I love this chapter today because definitely, Marie-Pierre, it brought me to understanding the long-term success of our, our company. For, for those that don't know, we've been around 38 years. And again, we just had another record-smashing month in sales, in, in recruiting, in promoting. Like, I'm going, OMG, and now I understand. Remember, you can't change the fruits of the tree without changing the roots. Okay, if this is the first time you heard it, write it down. You can't change the fruits of your tree if you don't change the roots. Working on attitudes and behaviors of your children, working on attitudes and behaviors of your spouses, working on attitudes and behaviors of your workforce or in my multi-level marketing, my sales team, would have been working on your behaviors. Is, it's like hacking at the leaves. It doesn't work. I can't work on your behavior and your attitudes. From my perspective as a leader, and I consider myself a great leader, from my perspective uh, as a leader, the leadership perspective is it's in the systems rather than the individual behaviors that should be the focus. And Marie-Pierre, you know, you're part of uh, the greater uh, organization of our company. And you know that we don't work on behaviors. If the behaviors aren't right, if the attitudes aren't right in my company, I go back and I look at my systems in place and my protocols in place and how duplicable are they? Because if I'm teaching something that's not duplicable, I'm going to cause frustration. So always remember that, okay? You don't work on your kids' behavior and attitudes. You don't work on your spouse's behavior and attitudes. We're going to work on the system. So a family that has a phenomenal system. I've got teachers here. Who are my teachers? I've always got a teacher here somewhere. No teachers. Okay. Oh, there we go. Thank you, Trish. You know, Trish, those children that have fantastic systems in their homes, when they get back from school, 
they have to remove their uniforms, they get in their house clothes, they have their, their snacks, fruits and vegetables, and then it's homework. We call this a structure, a system. These children will perform better in school. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Now, there's always exception to the rules. Granted, I'm just talking about the average normal child. If he's in a system, in, 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 in a box, I call it, in a process, he will be a lot less stressed. His attitude will be better. His behavior will be better. So systems is what is the key here. So win-win is a habit of interpersonal leadership, and it's easier maintained through systems. And you'll understand this in a few seconds. So it involves each of the unique human endowments. We talked about human endowments in habit number one, which God gave only to human beings. When I look at my dogs, Bella and Benji, they're not self-aware what's happening around them. They have no idea it's happening. They kind of run outside in the rain and go, oh, rain, let me go back in. And, 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 and they behave. I have, to, I have to walk them outside with an umbrella. Otherwise, they won't go pee and poop. Anyways, you know, animals don't have imagination. They don't have self-consciousness. Yesterday, Benji starts humping Bella in front of all my customers here at the office. They don't have the consciousness. This is not where we hump Bella. Like, I mean, like, you understand, they don't have this. They don't have independent will. I decide when they eat. They have none of this, okay? We as human beings have these incredible endowments. Are we using them? Are we able to get out of our bodies, go up there in the right corner and say, well, what's wrong with this picture? Are we using it? So it involves mutual learning. It involves mutual influence, mutual benefits, win-win. This is what it's about. This habit is based on on principles of interpersonal relationship. So effective interpersonal relationship requires what? So we're all leaders, okay? You're either leading your children, you're leading your spouse, you're leading, you know, a, a workforce, like we're all leaders. So effective interpersonal leadership requires, number one, vision. Do you have a vision for your family? We talked about this in habit number two. It requires proactive initiative. Are you able to always stay at Monique in the circle of influence? Or are you and your husband, your children always, oh my God, I can't believe what the principal did. Oh my God, I can't believe baseball is not happening. Like, I mean, what, what's happening in your homes? Are you always in these discussion, circle of concern, or are you very focused on keeping everybody on board in the circle of influence? I know that if my daughter Yasmin is talking about somebody that's not present in the room, immediately my husband and I say, you cannot talk about somebody, ill about somebody, if they're not here to defend themselves. And my job is to defend the absent. Like this is my role as a parent, okay? Making sure that, you know, we're staying there. Um, leadership, this interpersonal leadership requires to, to, to install security boundaries and guidance. So this is why protocols and systems are very important. Then it requires wisdom. So as a leader, you're like wine. With the years, you get better and better. It's impossible to have the wisdom I have today after 38 years in leadership position if you just started off in a multi-level marketing business. So it's, it's, it's your privilege 
that you're working with somebody with wisdom and last with experience. Because the power that comes from this type of leadership that's centered in in this, in this will allow your family to excel, your relationship with your spouse to excel. And if you're in a workforce or in a leadership position or in a multi-level marketing business, it's just going to excel. And what we're living right now, Marie-Pierre, is that it's that excellence of 38 years of working at this, at the roots, at the roots and not hitting the leaves. I, I, I'm I'm part of I'm part of a council and sometimes I'm listening to their conversation and I'm just going, my God, my God, they're just hitting at the leaves. They're hitting at the leaves and nobody's listening to nobody, Marie-Pierre. Like everybody's in it for themselves. It's all about win, lose, win, lose. I mean, how do you bring a company to the next level when this is all that it's about? Success and all. You must embrace these five dimensions. Today, today we're going to be talking about one of them. Okay, but in the in the five dimensions, what what they're saying here, it begins with character. Okay, then it moves towards relationships, right? Out of which grows three agreements. Out of which grows structure and systems, and out of which it it evolves into a flow through, like water going down a river processes. This is what win-win is about. But to more clearly explain this, we're going to cover today um, character. Yeah. And in the character, there's three traits. It's going to be Marie-Pierre. Tomorrow, we'll continue with the rest. Take it away, Marie-Pierre. Yes, you were like, oh, I think we covered two. No, no, it's not two, just one. <laughs> just character, yes. <laughs> so character is the foundation of win-win and everything else built on that foundation. So before I start with the three traits uh, of uh, the character base, I want to make sure that everyone shared the podcast this morning. So if you didn't share, you have the time to do it now. So make sure that you share everywhere if you're on podbean it gives you more heart so you have more chance at the end of the month that it will be tomorrow <laughs> the draw for the conditioning program so make sure to share and comment on podbean and if you are on facebook make sure that when you share you always add a comment before so you can always have someone new in your entourage that will uh, listen to the podcast and after that you have someone to talk about the podcast every morning. So um, thank you for everyone that already shared. If you didn't share, that's the time to do it. So yes, the three traits essential to the win-win paradigm in character is integrity, maturity, and abundant mentality. So we will cover the three this morning. So the first one, integrity. We define integrity as the value we place on ourselves. So as we clearly identify our value and proactively organize and execute around those values on a daily basis, we develop self-awareness and independent will by making and keeping meaningful promises and commitments. And if we can't make and keep commitments to ourselves as well as to others, our commitment become meaningless. So there must be integrity in order to establish trust in the relationship and to define a win in terms of the personal value. 
So integrity is the cornerstone in the foundation. Integrity is what we say, what we do, and what we say we do. I love that. <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> so that's the first one, integrity. The second one, maturity. Oh, we love that word. <laughs> Maria loves that word. Maturity. So no, maturity. Marie, uh, Marie, Marie, <laughs> you, know, you know how many times I use that word? I already said to one of my people that I work with in, in my multi-level marketing on staff, I said, you're so freaking immature. Like I... I like when I look at people, it's not because you're 38 or you're 58 that you're mature. Like some people will never, ever be mature. And I'm not afraid to tell you, you're so freaking immature. Wouldn't you love a friend like me? Not sure, eh? That's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> okay. But I love the definition in the book of the maturity. It's the first one. I saw it in that way. So maturity is the balance between courage and consideration. So if a person can express his feeling and conviction with courage, balance with consideration for the feelings and conviction of another person is mature, particularly if the issue is very important to both parties. There are a lot of psychological tests to evaluate that this kind of maturity, whether it's called the ego strength and empathy balance, the self-confidence, respect for others balance, the concern for people versus concern for task balance, the quality self is the balance of what I call courage and consideration. So respect for this quality is deeply ingrained in the theory of human interaction, management, and leadership. It is a deep embodiment of the PPC balance. While courage may focus on getting the golden egg, consideration deals with the long-term welfare for, of the other stakeholders. So I have a, a little exercise for you this morning to see the maturity. So first, choose one important relationship in your life. So just one, choose one important relationship in your life. So you have two questions to answer. First, in this relationship, are you high or low for courage? So do you express your feeling with courage in this relationship? So high or low? And the second question, in this relationship, are you high or low for consideration? So do you always consider the other person feelings too? So are you high or low for consideration? So now you can see if you are out of balance in the relationship. So you can see if you are maybe low on courage and low on consideration. You will think as the lose-lose paradigm. If it's high on courage and low on consideration, you will think as the win-lose paradigm. So you can be strong and ego-bound. I have the courage of my conviction, but I won't be very considerate for, of yours. And if you are high on consideration and low on courage, 
the paradigm is lose win. So I'll be so considerate of your conviction and desire that I won't have the courage to express and actualize my own. So now that you see if you have maybe uh, you are up out of balance for the relationship, you can decide what is that one thing, one action you can do to uh, improve the situation. So if you see that it's the courage, now you can work on that. If it's consideration, now you can work on that. So it can help you to develop that maturity that we <laughs> talk so much. <laughs> so high courage and consideration are both essential to win-win. It is the balance that is the mark of real maturity. So if I have it, I can listen, I can empathically understand, and I can also courageously confront. And the third trait, the abundance mentality. So it's really essential to the win-win is the paradigm that is plenty out there for everybody. But as we talk in the last weeks, most people are deeply scraped in the scarcity mentality. They see life as having only so much as though they, uh, there were only one pie out there. There's, they're always comparing, always competing. They give their energy to possessing things and or other people in order to increase their, self, their sense of worth. So people with the scarcity mentality have a di very difficult time sharing recognition and credit, power or profit even with those who help in the production. They also have a very hard time being genuinely happy for the success of other people. Often, people with the scarcity mentality are secret hopes that the other might suffer misfortune. Not terrible misfortune, but acceptable mis misfortune that will keep them in their place. In their place. <laughs> So it's difficult for people with the scarcity mentality to be members of a complementary team. They look on difference as a sign of insubordination or disloyalty. In the um, contrary, we have the abundance mentality that flows out of a deep inner sense of personal worth and security. It is the paradigm that there is plenty out there and enough to spare for everybody. It results in sharing of prestige, recognition, profit, decision-making. It opens possibilities, options, alternatives, and creativity. The abundance mentality takes the personal joy, satisfaction, and fulfillment of the habit one, two, and three, and turns it outward, appreciating the uniqueness, the inner direction, the proactive nature of others. So the public victory is an outgrowth of the abundance mentality paradigm. So public victory does not mean victory over another person. It means success in effective interaction that brings mutually beneficial results to everyone involved. So that's the three traits for the character and, and base for the, the public victory. And Marie-Pierre, you're going to put this document on yes i will drop the document on the group inspirational group les millionaires des diamants so if you are not on the group i will put the link in the comments so you can join the group today 
Okay, I love it, love it, Marie Pierre. So I, I, I hope you leaned in today and just take a couple of notes. Remember, okay, remember this is, is, is very simple. I'm just going to repeat it. Our basic task as a leader, mom, dad, leader, right? You're working in a company. You're probably leading something. Um, a CEO. There you go. Uh, me in my multi-level marketing business. Our basic task as a leader is to increase the standard of living and the quality of life for all stakeholders. I mean, it's really not complicated, okay? If I'm not increasing the standard of living, then I'm not doing my job. And this is why we need to focus on the public victories in a win-win situation. So my conclusion on this, Marie-Pierre, is a character rich in integrity in maturity, in abundance mentality, has a genuine, a genuineness, I hope I'm saying it properly, that will go much further than any techniques you guys are going to use. And I'm going to give you an example. I have Samuel Perron that goes live. He has literally 100, 150, 200 people that watch him. Zero technique. But he, he has integrity. What he says and what he, what he does match. He's mature for 23-year-old. You know, like his heart is all about, <clears throat> I understand you. you. You buy frozen pizza. It's okay. It's okay. The time will come where you'll be able to make it yourself. He's not condemning the audience. He's not belittling them. And it shows. Um, because he's not focused on him being a superstar, but rather to make you feel good. And the abundance mentality, he offers the opportunity to everybody. Yesterday, he hit his 40 new members personally. He's not afraid to say, hey, girlfriend, if you buy a membership, you'll get a better price. He has an abundance mentality. Okay, Public victories means, means success in effective interaction that brings mutual benefits and results for each one involved. So you always have to ask yourself, what I'm doing right now, is it for everybody involved or, or is it a me, 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 me thing, okay? Public victories means working together, communicating together, making things happen together. And again, Marie-Pierre, here you have to be very careful because um, somebody says to me, we decide together, we, we, yeah, but if the we lacks integrity, maturity, and abundance mentality, you've got the wrong circle of friends, okay? So you get people that say, yeah, we, we do work together, we do communicate, but hang on, hang on, hang on. Your, your, your group lacks integrity, maturity, and abundance mentality. So you got to be very careful here. We work together when the group is a group together that's mature and we have an abundance mentality. I'm not afraid of sharing you my secrets because there are no secrets. There's enough for everybody. Everybody following me here? Okay, very important. Public victory also is an outgrowth of abundance and not an ingrowth. You can't grow in the public eye if inside of you, remember, the problem is not the fruit of the tree, but the roots of that tree. Thank you so much for joining us tomorrow. Marie-Pierre, do you think tomorrow we'll be able to cover the four other ones? Relationship, agreements, supportive system, and processes? No, I, okay. I'm just watching her face. Anyways, just join us and we'll see where we go. If not, the week after. Love you guys.
Thank you. Be very, very intentional about being a source of inspiration for everybody in your life. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.